Hello, this is your girl, Frida. I am your host here to bring you the most. Of course, it's not the top, 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 top of the morning. But, however, oh, I hope you're hearing and listening. It is something that will resonate in the top of your mind. I want to speak with you today from thinking about two words. And they are... Y'all grab this now. Integrity and iniquity. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Two words that can position you in such a danger zone that you may not recognize or realize just how important these two words are. Some people may not even know and recognize the meaning of these two words. So I want to be able to enlighten you, encourage you, and enhance your abilities in your thought process. We're talking about these two words, iniquity and integrity. When you operate in what they call iniquity, that is a real, real important word to understand. When you think from the fundamental foundational teachings of the Bible, of the God you serve, I want you to understand that integrity and iniquity are two words. Get this now. You got to get this. That you really want to sit down, meditate, and investigate. Hello. Again, this is your girl Frida on WDGS on your podcast station. When we operate in iniquity, we find ourselves bending, twisting, or distorting the law of God's word. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. When we operate in iniquity, we become guilty of bending, twisting, or distorting the law of God's word. And we will find ourselves operating in different degrees, which according to biblical principles is worthy of punishment. That's why sometimes, you know, people may not understand my speech. But one thing I do not want to be guilty of is operating in iniquity. So therefore, I just can't take God's fundamental foundational teaching and pacify you without also giving you words that may create some pain. So many times we want to be embraced and accepted. So therefore we will give a pacifying message. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. And we'll leave out the painful part. We'll bend, we'll twist, and we'll distort the laws of God. We don't want to enlighten people that God is also a God of retribution as well as blessings. We don't want to let people know that yes, God loves us, but he also chastises 
baptize us. We oftentimes don't want to let people know that God is not pleased with sin because it stinks in his nostrils. We just want to talk about the salvation. But salvation is a prelude when we have minimized our sins. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. You cannot operate in salvation without relinquishing the sins from within. Oftentimes, we want to get on our platform and our pedestals. And we want to share with people all the good things, all the inspiring things, all the encouraging things, all the motivating things, and all that's good. But somehow we want to distort when we operate in iniquity from saying words that we are also instructed as teachers, pastors, leaders, evangelists, bishops, prophets, apostles, whatever ministry that you sit up under or you operate to be over. There is a requirement of God's word when the law of God says that we should rebuke and reprove. That means there are some things you just need to reject that other people try to place in your ear. There are certain things you need to reprove, which is correct things that people just sit there and place and put out. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. You know, I was in my thought process this morning and I, and I get so excited when God, Holy Spirit, begins to minister to my mind. And because I'm so excited about it, because I want to always be authentic. I want to always be authentic. I got to say that one more time. I want to always be authentic in whatever I do. And I don't want it to come from my flesh of the carnality of my thinking. So therefore, I meditate. And as I was meditating this morning, I got to say this. It may be a little humorous to some of you. I reflected back on Dr. Zeus. Oh, okay. Now you feel me. Dr. Zeus amazed me when I first bought this series of books for my children. And Dr. Seuss had a way of expressing himself through related words that rhyme. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. He expressed himself through related words that rhyme. You know the saying, the cat in the hat. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Do you like green eggs and ham? Yes, I like them, Sam. I am. I can eat them on a on a boat and I can eat them on a goat. But do you like green eggs and hams? Yes, I like them, Sam. I am. So, you know, when I first introduced these these series of, of books by Dr. Zeus to my children, I was intrigued how Dr. Troop, Dr. Zeus would do the rhyme thing. So from from 40 years ago, oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. I began to articulate rhyming words or words that carry the same beginning letter. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this 40 years ago. I'm bringing this into the integrity that leads to iniquity. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. We can initially start out and we can make integrity to be many things. 
But, 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 and I got to say this, but in the definition of integrity, it says the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles and moral uprightness. It's also a state of being whole and undivided. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. You cannot operate in integrity if we are all supposed to operate in this five-fold ministry. That's a state of being whole. We're building the kingdom. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. If we are kingdom builders, then we all should be in the state of being whole when it comes to executing what God children supposed to do. We should not be divided. Because if we got integrity, we will not, we will not be divided. It says it's, it's a state of being whole and undivided. It's a quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness. Now, I liked it, the little flow of Dr. Zeus, but I didn't completely mimic him because I didn't operate in the simplicity of the words that Dr. Zeus used. He used them in a primary format for children to comprehend but I liked it the style oh I hope somebody grabbed this sometimes you can like somebody's style but you're not actually copying off them you may be enhancing what they offered you may make your own originality from it but somewhere all of us operate in a quality of being honest about the things we do when, and I need you to get this, when you don't decide to do what you're doing because the person that you envy was doing what you now do. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. When it becomes a competitive thing because you saw somebody else do it and it sound good and now you want to take it and use it only because you want to try to block stop and outshine that other person. You want to mimic them, not because you're putting your own originality on it, but because you're doing it because you want people to listen to you who listen to the other people that use the same format. Now, see, that was not my motive. My motive when I heard Dr. Seuss was like, okay, I like the rhyme and the rhythm but I'm not a child, so I'm gonna add my own originality. It it, it even bled over. I'm telling you, listen to me, y'all. For 40 years, I would format letters. I would format flyers. I would format anything in my writing, even every one of those books that I have available now on Amazon. I always carried that for 40 years. Now, the reason I'm talking about integrity It's because now it seems to be more common in people expressions of literature. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. People who used to write in a normal way, let me break it down in layman terms, have now begun to use words of rhyme and rhythm who never used to use them until it became trendy. Oh, I hope somebody got that. So when stuff becomes trendy, then it's not, and you begin to use it, then that's not because the Holy Spirit gave it to you in your originality. 
Therefore, are you operating in integrity? If you start using something in a way, exactly the same way, oh, I hope somebody grabbed this, and you want to claim it as your own, mm, do you question your own integrity? I'm telling y'all, seriously. There are people that I've conversated with for years. There are people that I've read things that they have written, but they never formulated their words into a rhyme and a rhythm. I sit back sometime and I watch as well as pray. And I tell you why, because now we're going to move from integrity to iniquity. You know when somebody take what you have and they bend it or they twist it or they turn it just a little bit to copy what you've been doing for years. That's why the Bible is real strict on iniquity. When people take the word of God, oh, I got to give y'all this, and they twist it and distort it, and they tell people and teach people one law and one law only. And that's all everybody needs to be loved. Absolutely correct. Everybody needs to be motivated. Absolutely correct. Everybody needs to be encouraged. Absolutely correct. I totally agree. That's what the word of God instructs us is exhort. We exhort one another. But the word of God also talks about reproof and rebuking. Some things we don't need to receive, even if it sounds good. Because if it sounds good and it's not truthful, oh, I hope somebody grabbed this, then integrity has just set in. When we look at the scriptures even for integrity, it says, I acknowledge my sins to you, God. You're directing, it say, it say, it say, I will repent and turn from all your transgressions so that iniquity will not overrule you. You want to definitely operate in iniquity because, I mean, not operate in iniquity. You don't want to not operate in iniquity. You want to know why? Because anytime we fall guilty of iniquity, we definitely fall guilty of integrity. Oops, I hope somebody grabbed that. Anytime all of us fall guilty of iniquity, we are also operating of not showing integrity. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Anytime, let me repeat that. We operate in iniquity, we are not operating in integrity. When we take Bible verses and we twist them to always make people feel like this is just a feel-good message, we disservice them because we don't tell them the truth. That if you continue in sin, do you think grace will continue to abound? The scriptures say, I don't think so. Hello? What is iniquity according to the Bible? It's a violation. It is a violation. And if you don't want to 
embrace what I'm saying and you are claiming to be a believer? Because I can't determine who believes. Only you and God really knows what's in your heart. Man looks at the outer, but God looks at the heart. And God know if your heart is full of iniquity. And God know if your heart is guilty of not operating in integrity. In Psalms 32 and 5, it says, I acknowledge my sin unto thee. And mine iniquity have I not hid. See, we can't even hide iniquity from God. He already know who copping off of who. who. He already know who done peeped well and here and there and gathered and gleaned stuff to present before people that before you didn't even think about pushing and pressing and formulating rhythms and rhymes until you heard somebody else do it and it sound good. And I don't, that's why I'm telling you people, I'm not falling out with nobody. Because when I heard it and it sound good, it was from Dr. Seuss. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. But I did not operate in not using integrity. Again, I want to say, because I didn't take the same format. I took a concept, but not the format. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. When you take the format, you're operating in not practicing integrity. When you take a concept, a concept is like an idea. We all have ideas. Now, you got an idea. I had an idea. So I took a concept. But, but, but when you take the actual ways of somebody and all of a sudden your introduction of who you are is now no longer layman plain sentences, but you want to incorporate as others have done to, to, to formulate your rhythm and rhyme just to, just to tell people a mini bio. See, people watch things and they watch when you start and when you stop. I'm just saying, hello. And me, I don't have no crumbs about it. I'm going to tell you what I got crumbs about. I got crumbs about people who operate in hypocrisy, who judges another person for the very thing they're guilty of doing. That's what I got a problem with. And I will get on my platform and I will say what I need to say concerning the hypocrisy of the people that's supposed to be true, bona fide leaders that say they operate in integrity. But yet and still, I hear their messages, I hear their sermons, and somewhere they have left out the law except to pacify people. They, 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 they get afraid, I guess, to, to teach a truth that's going to bring some pain. That tell people sin, sin stinks in God's nostrils. You need to stop that. To tell people it's better to marry because that's when the bed becomes undefiled. And else will your children unclean. Now they're clean. See, when people want to hear the truth, oh, I hope somebody grabbed this, they will not fall out with people for doing what they're guilty of doing. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. It says in Psalms 32, as I proceed, I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. 
and thou forgiveth the iniquity of my sin. See, this is why the word of God always encourages us to examine our ways. You, you ain't never that fancy where people can't see what you're doing. So, so then the, the description says in Psalms 119, order my steps in thy word and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. I've seen so many people competing and copying. So I said, look at this. Not only are they operating in covet, they're operating in iniquity. Well, I know somebody don't want to hear this, but I hope somebody grab this. When you ask God to order your, order your steps in his word, and let not any iniquity have dominion over you. You won't be twisting and bending and, and, and pretending that this, that this all this stuff you got going on is your original concept. Oh, please. We got to start being better and bolder when it comes to the truth. We have an accountability. Those of us who are leaders and leaders indeed. You don't need to sit down and judge your presidents, your vice president in their leadership role. If you have a leadership role and you're misleading people as well. Hello. It says in Ezekiel 18 and 30, repent and turn yourselves from all your transgressions. So iniquity shall not be in your ruins. Now you may be sitting there thinking, well, I don't do that. Oh, yes, if you don't teach the whole truth and nothing but the truth, then the word of God said, I didn't say it. The word of God said, we're guilty. But see, when you look at transgressions, some people don't even know what that means. But I want to enlighten you briefly. It's an act that goes against a law, a rule, a code of conduct, and an offense. If you feel that someone has offended you by something that they mimicked, then the hypocrisy shows my eyes. I should be offended from a lot of folks that I know. I'm just saying. They, they, you can say what you want. You can act like it ain't true. But see, but what did the scripture say? God knows the truth of our iniquity. It ain't about me. He knows those of us who just genuinely came up with a phrase, a cliche, a saying, a t-shirt, a hat, uh, whatever we doing on our platforms. He knows if we didn't do it till we connected with somebody else that was doing it and we liked what they was doing and saying and so we began to mimic what they doing and saying. And for that cause, many of us, are not even on the original pathway that God has placed for us to do. Some people think they need to preach and teach to millions. And some people satisfied with, if I can just change one person. And that's what I shared, you know, recently between two people I was conversing with. My neighbor was one and a relative was the other one. And my neighbor said, Miss A, she said, you know, you do some powerful teaching about things that I never understood. And we was talking about the question, do I believe that God forgive people who commit suicide? 
And I'm going to provide my answer to you as I continue to restructure some things. I'm relaunching how I want to make presentation. I'm trying to get it formatted in a way that it doesn't come as a strain or strenuous. I, I, I'm not looking for numbers, so I want to restructure some things, and, and I'm in the process and, and planning. But, but in the meantime and between time, I just want to share with you how transgressions, the code of conduct to offend somebody. If you feel somebody has done something that's offensive to you, Perhaps we should all sit down and examine our ways and see if we copied something that could have offended someone else. That's all I'm saying. Hello? And if we're guilty of the same code of conduct, then where's our integrity? Hello? I'm just saying. Hello? Where is our integrity? Are we really being honest? Are we really acknowledging these cliches and ideals that we accumulate? Are we really telling people the whole truth and nothing but the truth of integrity, the quality of being honest? Hello? And say, oh, well, I like her style and I decided to get this style from somebody that I personally know. Are we doing that? Are we really operating in strong moral principles and uprightness? Even are we dividing people? Listen to me, y'all. Integrity. When you divide people, when people say, oh, I like Africa. I like her teaching. Then if you divide that person between me and them to say, well, girl, you don't know how she used to be. And you don't know. uh, She don't even remember you. That's what she said. Why are you dividing people? That's not integrity. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. What are you guilty of? What am I guilty of? See, this is the thing. I got to teach truth to everybody. Because, see, I fall in the seat of the scornful. And I know when I do that, I'm cutting off my blessings. That's why I be working on myself. I don't have time to to, to fall out with nobody about anything when I have not arrived to the place I fully desire to be working on myself. Because if somebody called me and asked me a question about somebody, I may say a few things to divide them as well. But see, I'm the one. I'm not throwing no rocks and hiding my hand. Hello? If it's the truth about me, it's just going to be the truth. Because God sits high and he looks low and he sees and he knows. I'm not trying to put on a pair of earrings because now everybody else done start wearing them. I'm not trying to put on a necklace that everybody else done start wearing. As a matter of fact, the more, the more I, and this is the way I roll, the more I see fashions, format, and things that I know I used to do, and it becomes more and more popular, you know what, I stray away from it. I really do. I've been that way. And there's some things to me that, look, it's just not my friend to put on. Hello. It's not my friend. So I don't wear everything everybody wear. I do me. They got these fashionable earrings out. 
And I remember when I first saw my daughter wear a pair about 10 years ago. And I love tassels. They made like tassels. And she asked me, she said, Mother, do you like my earrings? She had a black pair. And I said, you know what? As much as I love tassels, I don't want them hanging on my ear. <laughs> and that was just me. That's just me. I, I didn't see what she saw for her to start wearing. But I've noticed in the last 10 years, they have increased in popularity is what I'm saying. We all have some place where integrity is not placed. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Who are we to judge another person's integrity, what I'm saying, if all of our fashions are mimicked from somebody else who was already wearing it? If all of our words that flow from our esophagus is already popularized by somebody else who engaged in using the word. I'm just saying hello. So when we get these two words to understand, the integrity will repent for our transgressions. Because I believe, and this is my opinion, I mean iniquity, we all have been guilty of bending, twisting, or distorting the laws of God's word to different degrees. And according to iniquity, that's grounds for punishment. Iniquity is certainly a violation of the right or duty that mankind is under obligation to do. So we all are guilty. This is why we should repent daily and not be on our soapbox pouting about something that actually is petty because we did not originate the format. I'm just saying, we can all grow from one another. We can all glean from one another. But one thing we all gonna give an account for to God is our own iniquities. When he said in the scripture, and I'm going to put this pen in it, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. We all fall guilty of trespassing. You know what trespassing means, right? It means when you violate going into somebody's territory and you wasn't invited, and then they, they notice you in their territory and they invite you to leave and you got a problem with leaving. It's because somebody else owned that. This is why these people now have us saying, when we play a song, I do not own the right to this song. But how many of us truly operate in the integrity for anything that we mimic, that we've seen someone else do, and we really tell people, I don't own the rights to this format of these words. I don't own the right to the designs of this format. We become guilty of not only iniquity, but trespassing because we've entered into the ownership of somebody else without permission. And that's why when we copyright, we say without permission, you don't have no right to take this format or these words and utilize them. But many people do it every single day. Every single day, they sit around and they peep and pull words from other people.
Oh, I hope somebody grabbed it. They peep and pull words from other people. But yet, we back to, does that person offend the people they picked and pulled from? If a person don't tell them, they won't know. We all commit an offense against somebody, against a person, against a set of rules. And when we do that, we trespass and we operate in in iniquity. And therefore, we all become guilty of operating in integrity. Until the next podcast upload, let those T words transcend, transform the way that you really view things and see things. And may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives. Meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires. As you continue to to delight yourselves in God. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health even as your soul prosper. And until the next podcast upload, God blessings, appreciation to you. Always love and appreciation. Until the next time, bye for now.